Welcome to Synthaholics. This is your host, David Duncan, and with me is... Brian! What's up, David? What hey. up, dude? Hey, how's it going? Uh, you went from zero news topics to three right before we hit the go button. Yeah, I mean, it's not super crazy news, but, uh, you know, Summer Games Fest is uh, on this week as of this recording. And uh, they announced that they're done filming... The Last of Us uh, TV show yesterday on Friday, mm-hmm. so that's in the, that's in the books. Hopefully, we'll get a trailer soon. I don't know. People are the the guy that works on it says it's good, but like, is anybody who works on a TV show is like this is not good unless is, you're Star Wars. This is definitely Star bad. <laughs> we'll have to see. Uh, that's my first news. Or, or Star Trek, where Michael Shaban is like, yeah, I'm writing Star Trek Picard season one to, deliberately to piss people off. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's, what, that's another Star Trek thing that I don't understand. Uh, anyway, uh, the boys, we're watching the boys right now, season, I don't know what season. We're on season three. We'll season three. be doing yep. season two soon, next At week maybe, point. or next, who next knows, time. Who knows what's going on in the future? Because we got the but, boys, Obi-Wan, and then the boys season three. Yes. So the boys uh, just got renewed for another season uh, as of yesterday as well. So we're going to be getting another season of that as well. That's great and, news. Yeah, it's great news. Great news. And for my third news is I'm having a baby. No, I'm just like, oh, congratulations. <laughs> what kind of baby is it? Are, are you? Uh, are, I'm are giving you... birth to myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're. You, you had, uh, you yeah. Had... I went deep for that news. <laughs> So you're uh, you're part salamander or whatever. Uh, oh no, you're part monitor lizard, and you just reproduce with yourself. That's... I bet you didn't see that one coming. Yeah, monitor lizard. Yeah, Brian. Uh, uh, we'll never, get we'll get more. I never knew. We'll get, that's we'll get what, into that. But that's, that's like an inside joke for something we haven't talked about yet in this podcast. <laughs> oh man, that's why you wanted to see Jurassic Park over Top Gun. You're part monitor. Monitor lizards have a have a fear of the sky and uh, being in high places. That make, it, it it makes perfect. That's why you didn't want to go see Top Gun. You 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 wanted to stay close. to I the am ground. scared of planes. That and, is true. I I'm not, I don't fancy them. And so uh, that's why Jurassic Park, of course, is the the next thing. And, and just for simplicity's sake, yes, I know they're two separate trilogies, but we'll just we we'll probably just refer to them as like the different numbers. Whereas you've got the first three Jurassic Park movies as one, two, and three, and the three Jurassic World movies as four, five, and six. It's like the Star Wars. Sexology or you're just there. gonna have to watch all of them and just hope you know what we're talking about. Just hope and and <laughs> and, and set the Hollux standard spoilers will abound throughout for everything. If you, if you've been with us for any amount of time, you basically know the drill. But just just in case, uh, spoilers for all the Jurassic Park slash World films uh, coming forward. Um, just as because as, we are pretty early on. We're pretty we are, early on with yeah, this we're, we're breaking ground. It just, like, officially came out last night, I guess. I mean, there's probably the, the 
the early preview Thursday night, but today is like uh, yesterday. It was like the official. I don't really Thursday. count Thursday nights for premieres. I guess they do come out on Thursday, but like I'm well, working. Well, they you know, like to, I can't yeah. just go out and see a movie. Well, they used to be at midnight. I was a big fan of going to the midnight showing. You know, Thursday midnight going into Friday. I, I yeah, love but that now it's not at midnight good. anymore. Yeah, it's, it's like six at 3 like, p.m. Like why? Like why? Like why are they doing? Like why, what's the point? I don't know. It's 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 really. I guess they get a couple more showings in, but I'm just like. For the hardcore fans. The hardest of the The hardcore fans. Well, what we're talking about today, if it isn't obvious already, we're talking about Jurassic uh, World Dominion. Dominion. I keep calling it Domination. Domination. Definitely not that. So that's the the top top of mine this week. David, what is your rating of Jurassic Park Dominion? Please be kind. (laughs) Be kind, rewind. Be kind, rewind. Oh, let's see. Uh, there's a guy in the toilet over here, so I'll give it uh, two out of three poops. <laughs> no, no, two? no. Two out of ten. Two out of ten poops. Two out of ten poops. Yes. Are you going to elaborate <laughs> at all, or just like, it's a two? It's it's not very good. It's, it's definitely a number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will be a bit more kind. I will give it uh, a five. Five, because it's... It loses five points based on the plot, and I give it five points based on it's just kind of like a really stupid movie to go see that could be fun if you're in like a large group of people and you're all drunk. Those are my two reasonings. Plus five for that, minus five for the movie itself. (laughs) (laughs) So if we took like people going to see the movie out of it, it would be a zero, but... (laughs) People. <laughs> well, that's why I give it. That's why I give it two poops. Um, you know, there was a part right, right at the start of the movie. Uh, Chris <laughs> Pratt is riding a horse. No, that's like that's like ten fifteen minutes into okay, the movie. Whatever the heck. Okay, whatever. Okay, so like you 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 just gotten out of the movie and the movie's just starting for me and like like ten minutes ten fifteen minutes into the movie I'm like I'm texting Brian I'm like I thought this was a Jurassic Park movie not a nature documentary. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's definitely the. There's okay. So first off, what our problems with the movie, I think, for most, mostly for both of us, is going to be the writing here. The writing is is kind of like off the walls here. It's kind of like, what anything works. Well, anything's well, fine. Also, you know the uh, the writing, and also just like the movie jumps around a lot. There's a lot of weird, quick cuts. Like, it, it if, when we talked about uh, the Monster Hunter movie and how I had, like, 30 cuts for, like, a scene, there was a couple yeah. scenes in this movie that was very, like, jump, jump, jump. And, like, and it wasn't even, like, an action scene. It, the scene was just cutting around at all these different angles for, like, no particular reason. I was like, what are you doing? Like, this is not telling a story. Like, wh- how many shots They're do you just, really need uh, for the scene? <laughs> I don't. I I want to like try to like play devil's advocate to that, but I can't. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> I mean, you, did you you notice it too? Right? There was a lot oh, of yeah. scenes. There I was a lot of it. there was a lot of jump cuts and not not even in action scenes. I mean, there were definitely there in the action scenes too, but there was just someone talking to a guy, and it's just like why? Yeah. So okay, I guess skipping ahead to 15 minutes into the movie, I knew I was on a ride. When Chris Pratt's character, I don't know their names, but I, Chris Owen. When, when oh, Star-Lord was riding a horse. Yeah, when Star-Lord was riding a horse. <laughs> named Groot. Yeah, and he was lassoing a dinosaur. 
And then he falls. He's chasing a pack of dinosaurs, trying to lasso one for some reason that like is a, never explained. A, a, never explained why he's trying to do this. Like a horse is strong enough to stop a dinosaur, but he falls off his horse and he solo yeah. takes. And this down is the where dinosaur. it gets even crazier. He just holds the dinosaur with the tree root. He falls off the look horse, it, and instead look. of being dragged. <laughs> Instead of the dinosaur dragging him, which is the size of, like, a semi-truck. The dinosaur's the size of a semi-truck. He just falls on the ground and just, like, pulls back on the rope and it stops the dinosaur. And he's 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 strong strong enough to stop the dinosaur. He's a strong individual. That's when I knew we were in for a ride. (laughs) I was in for a wonderful adventure with these characters, with this crazy cast. (laughs) You didn't didn't know, like, before the first... Like, I knew from the trailers, because I'm like, okay... How are there so many dinosaurs still? Uh, the last movie, the island blew up. They saved some of the dinosaurs, but most of them were the dangerous dinosaurs. Like, yeah. you know, Allosaurus, Velociraptors, T-Rex, uh, Ankylosaurus, because it's like the, ta- the, the dinosaur tank because it's so heavily armored or whatever. You can just strap guns to a Dino Rider style and like have at it. That'd, that'd be great. Stegosaurus, because it's got big things on its tail. But why would they ever have saved... And, and and where would it fit on the ship? All the Brachiosaurus and all the long-necked, huge dinosaurs that are all over this movie. Why are they still alive? Like, at all. Why are they even in this film? And, like, <laughs> there's so many dinosaurs in this movie. It makes absolutely no... I mean, like, I know the new the new genetic engineering company has made some new ones. But just out in the rest of the world, like, where where did they all come from? Well, see, here's the... The, the, boat, here's, the boat was I, I so can, big. I can combat this. I can combat this one. Okay, so I also agree with you. I don't understand. Like, they showed a map of, like, the dinosaurs spreading across the whole world. (laughs) There was, like, 15 of them they auctioned off in the last movie. It's like all the the boat had room for. They all died on the island after it blew up in volcanic ash. And mostly all herbivores. They only kept a couple of, like, herbivores, and mostly they were just after the the mean ones. Yeah, so uh, the way I'm going to combat that is uh, they – I don't even – oh, God. Man, I don't know if my memory's bad or the movie's bad. Uh, they they go to rescue a Triceratops – Laura Dern, I think, is this is her character. She goes at night in a pickup truck to go rescue a, no, was Claire, a Triceratops. Was, no, that was, that was Claire. Claire, yeah, okay. There was, I couldn't remember who it was. Yes, there was a breeding, but where did these animals? I understand they're illegal breeding areas, but yeah, where did they come how, from? Man. Where did they come from in the first place to be able to be bred? Because they didn't save all these dinosaurs. Like biosyn, they weren't even like biosyn. Yes, biosyn was making their own, but they were genetically pure. That's why they had the feathers instead of the the the, the scaly dinosaurs. Yeah, like we got from the original I'm, Jurassic Park. Well, Cause, I, I cause don't they know, were, man. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to like make sense of this here. Well, blue. They explain blue. She was able to reproduce on her own because she was bred with monitor lizard, much like Brian. Yeah, uh, so much she, like me. <laughs> much like Brian. She was, uh, <laughs> Brian was diffused with monitor uh, DNA upon his birth or whatever. So yeah. uh, that's how Blue was. But according to regular Jurassic Park lore, most of the dinosaurs were bred with uh, frog DNA. And some frogs were able to switch genders, which is how the dinosaurs were able to breed in the first Jurassic Park movies. But like I said, they didn't save that many. I, I A lot of times they saved just one of them. Were, they, were all these dinosaurs in Jurassic World bred with monster lizard? Or just blue? Uh, it, they, okay, they did, you're, you're way too deep. You're, you're like way too deep here, man. Like, they did not you've specify- seen the story. The story is not like... It felt like... It felt like we were watching like a movie from the 1980s with like a camcorder and just f- 
friends in a house and they're like, let's make a movie and put it on VHS. That's that's like story quality of this movie. Like it's not <laughs> that's that's the writing. That's the so, writing we're dealing so, with here. So so okay, this is a Jurassic Park movie. This is Jurassic Park six or Jurassic World Three, whatever you want to call it. This the plot of this movie has nothing to do with dinosaurs. No, it doesn't. The plot it, the plot of the movie revolves around Locusts. Locusts. Yes, that's right, Brian. Locusts. Locusts. I... Oh my gosh. Okay. So, I... At the end of the Jurassic World 2, I don't remember what that one was called. Whatever, the the fifth movie, whatever. uh, Towards the end of it, they say uh, she's a clone. The the little girl is a a clone. And it's kind of just shoehorned in. It wasn't, it was kind of like, we're like two hours and like 50 minutes into the second movie and then it just comes out that she's a clone and it's not, nothing's explained. So obviously they had to tackle that right away. And, uh, Mm -hmm. it's, she lives with, uh, Chris Pratt and, uh, Claire Claire. and in the, they're in the mountains with some snow or something like that. And blue and blue's baby is around there and baby's beta. Blue yeah, is the beta, alpha, beta blue. Yeah, I don't know because it's a baby beta, one. Beta fish. But they live in like a winter climate. I don't know where they lived. And this, I'll get back to this winter thing. Why I keep harping on it. Why, but, uh, why are cold-blooded dinosaurs in a winter environment? <laughs> well, there's, why there's more to that like... too. There's, there's more there too. But the the clone girl, she wants to explore the world. Obviously, I understand she's fourteen or whatever, and she wants to explore. Sure. Also, for continuity's sake, uh, her age doesn't match up to what they said later in the film when they were showing her videos of uh, of her um, of her Mother? mom. Well, they yeah. just they just they deep showed faked, a video. They with just a, deep, they, they deep faked a little girl's face onto an adult's body. Yeah, but in that video, they show the date of it, and it would make her uh, not fourteen. So they decide that's <laughs> yeah, she's not. <laughs> She's not actually the the correct age for what's going on. They show uh, anyway. That Maybe she's version here. two. Like, is that you? Yes, but we killed that one. We we cloned you. We cloned you from the dead one. Oh no, it was only a year off. It's okay. It's not a big deal. But uh, uh, so she wants to explore the world. She gets caught, obviously, because the plot has to happen. And Chris Pratt and Claire are like, okay, time to go. And the same people, ca- the same people catch her, capture Beta. Yeah, they also capture it, blue it, baby it, beta. It's a twofer. Yeah. So this is where we get introduced to Apple Park, Biosyn, and uh, Tim Cook. The, Tim these Cook? Are the... Oh, yeah. I was so surprised the CEO Tim Cook of Apple was in, yeah, so was in this movie. Here's, here's what I'm not sure you, you know or not, but uh, Cameron Thor, who was in the first Jurassic World played the same character now he's the bad guy in the first movie you probably don't even remember him because i didn't either tim cook was in the first movie the, the yeah tim cook not that actor his character was in the first movie now the reason they couldn't get cameron thor who plays uh lewis dogson who's he's tim cook in this in this movie tim cook is that character they couldn't get cameron thor to play the same character again in this movie is because he is a sex offender and he's like a child predator. So they didn't so, explain it or are, anything. Are we, saying just, Tim, are we saying Tim Cook is also a child 
Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. But uh, just... I thought that was pretty wild that the bad guy from the first movie is in this movie, but just with a different actor, and they don't ever explain any of it. I had no idea that blew that was... Your mind, right? that, yeah, it blew I... my mind, right? It blew no my idea. mind. No idea that was the, supposed to be the same guy. Yeah, it's uh, the same guy. And then, uh, yeah, but like, I, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, why is Tim Cook from Apple in, in this movie? I was going to make the reference, but you beat me to it. <laughs> Yeah, and it was obvious. It was an easy reference to make. I think anybody anybody who's seen Apple Park and Tim Apple, they know exactly what's going on here. So, uh, oh gosh, okay. So, the movie primarily focuses on locusts because the Asian guy, well, do you know the, the Asian scientist guy? Nope. Uh, the Asian scientist guy, I don't know if he's in any of the other movies. He he's looked in, like he was he, from Fast and Furious. He's, he's in all the movies. Is he? Well, he's in Jurassic Park 1, and well, he's at least in 1, 4, 5, and 6. Okay, he's, well, he's, this guy. <laughs> he's the geneticist. Like he's This in, guy is the guy that made the locusts. He made a oopsie, and the locusts are like the size of, I don't know, like your arm, I guess. They're like arm-sized locusts, and they eat. They eat everything. They eat them all. They except, eat all the all the plants, except for the biosyn genetically engineered plants. Yes, which uh, I think is a major issue for all of us. Is that this movie is focused? I've never seen a movie, a Jurassic Park movie, or just a movie that's supposed to be primarily focused on dinosaurs ever take such like a backseat. Like it felt like dinosaurs were like taking a backseat here. They're just kind of there. They would. They didn't really serve any purpose except like. They're there. Oh, it's it's weird. It, it it's weird. The dinosaurs are mostly just there, except for Blue. Blue is treated like an actual character in all the movies, and so is the T Rex. Because I think it's the same T Rex in all six of the movies. I I'm not going to be I able th- to give you I, a concrete answer on that. I I feel like because it, it always wins at the end. It always like kills whatever the bigger, badder dinosaur is. They got salad reason. fingers. The sal- salad fingers dinosaur. Oh, the, the 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 salad tosser dinosaur. Yeah, the salad tosser dinosaur. That was my favorite dinosaur. I think. I think that was my favorite one. He was blind. Okay, so oh, wow, we're getting we're I'm getting ahead of myself here. I'm getting ahead of myself. So they get captured, and they go to Budapest or I don't know where the heck. Somewhere in the, the Middle movie East. jumps around the so many different places. I got lost. Like it yeah, just, I don't know it, where it, the movie started off. Somewhere in America where there's snow. And mountains. then, yeah, mountain, <laughs> mountain area. Somewhere in American mountains. Then, uh, after she gets captured, they go to the Middle East somewhere. It looked kind of looked like that vibe, the Middle East. Malta? Was it Malta? Malta. I feel like it might have been Malta. It, and it this is where, like, the there's, places. like, underground dinosaur trading going on. And it kind of turns into a Mission Impossible uh, Jason Bourne movie. Where it's like dinosaurs don't matter anymore. It's just like they're jumping on rooftops. They're like running around chasing people. Uh, so that happens because they're trying to get uh, the girl back, their little clone girl. But there's also and, all the superfluous scenes where they go to to Ellie, and then they go to Grant, and then Ellie goes to Grant. Oh yeah, this is then, where they, this is where they bring the, in the old, and then old there's characters. There's a locust scene. Like the, the movie just takes so long getting started. I was bored. I was bored in the first hour because they just took so it's just it was just like too many characters they're trying to do too many things with too many characters and it just wasn't interesting because no one had the light long enough for me to care yeah so there's there's that it definitely is hard to care about this movie and there's just like this the the um the person that had the dinosaur with the light 
the the laser the laser pointer girl. Uh, for some reason, she had. So were these dinosaurs? In, these dinosaurs were in the other movie, weren't they? Well, they like point a laser pointer at somebody, and those dinosaurs are like, okay, that's our target. Even if we I, lose sight of the target, I don't think. So in the last movie, they genetically engineered a dinosaur to do that, but I don't. It didn't look like those. It looked. They looked like they were just raptors. They had trained to do the same thing. I guess I don't know. It's it's really vague. And before, like it seemed like they forgot about their target when the laser was gone. But now all of a sudden, they remember which target had the laser on them. Like why a laser? Like what could it be a flashlight or yeah? You know, I don't know. The laser also a, makes a little bit of a noise. A sticker. Oh yeah! Well, in, in the first movie, it was a two-part system. There was a there was a there was a button to turn the laser on and a button to make the noise. Yeah, and then they like target that at all costs. The, like no matter what, the dinosaurs no what. Are, will no matter they lose sight through a wall. It doesn't it doesn't matter. They just they're like heat-seeking missiles. They just know <laughs> where where the the thing is, whatever their target is, at all times. They just go. Yeah, they know. They're... So after this whole uh, Mission Impossible sequence happens, uh, we finally get to, like, Biosyn. Biosyn is, I don't know where. It seemed like it was a mix of a winter area, a jungle area, a, 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 gray, a plains biome. I don't know, like, how, where the heck they are on the planet, but they're there. It was like a swamp biome. Yeah, it's like all the yeah, yeah, there's swamp biome. And this is where all the, they're collecting, they're trying to collect all the the dinosaurs to live freely, I guess. Live free or die and, hard. Yeah, so they the, the clone girl gets here. Beta blue baby gets there. They're being held captive. So now we got to get uh, everybody to Biosyn. Everybody's got to get to Biosyn. Everyone's got to so Chris get there. Pratt and uh, so Jeff Goldblum Claire. No, is Claire, already right? there. Right Whoa, there. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, we haven't got there yet. He was there. Jeff, this is okay, before. you're right. Jeff Goldblum already works at Biosyn, and he's kind of like a villain to uh, Jim Grant. He's a and, he's only a villain because uh, Ellie thinks he's hot or something. And well, regardless, he's a he, when the movie first in, introduces him here, he's portrayed as he's kind of like the villain guy. Uh, but you know that aside. Uh, yeah. By the way, Jeff Goldblum's character best best part of the whole movie. Like, I don't know. if... I don't know if you would agree or not, but Jeff Goldblum was definitely like the greatest part of this movie for me, at least anytime he was on screen. Jeff Goldblum's always the best part of anything he's unusually. That's Jeff, true. Jeff Goldblum. Do you think, <laughs> you think Jeff Goldblum gets like, do they give him like, hey, we need you to say these lines or is it Jeff, just Jeff Goldblum just being Jeff Goldblum? Like every movie he's like plays the exact same role and it, I've seen interviews with him, and it's how he talks in his movies is just how he talks in real life. Like he has a very weird words he uses. They're they're not like hard like hard words that nobody would understand, but they're like very the way he talks is like uncommon. That's like he speaks uncommon English. <laughs> yeah, I I I like Jeff Gold. Uh, I mean, like same thing. Guardians, like no, not Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, Rag- Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah, he was great in that. He was. My favorite, some of my favorite parts of that movie too. Yeah, he's I mean, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is uh, great. Oh, he's there, and they're assembling the squad with all the new, the new main characters and old main characters to get to Biosyn. Uh, they, the there's a lady that flies the plane for Chris plane Pratt. Yeah. yeah, for Chris Pratt and uh, Claire. I can't right, Claire. Yeah, she's yeah, she, she, on the plane. 
Yes, uh, she's a, she's our, our, our token gay person because they talk about how he's like into redheads or whatever. She's like, yeah, wait, she's gay. Oh yeah, they they, they made a. They, he, they, I thought she was. I thought she was like with Chris Pratt. The plain lady's not. No, no, not the plain lady. No, the... no, 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 no. Claire is. No, no. The plain lady's the, our token gay person for the for the for the thing uh, because like it's not like super implicit, but like the, he just says something. Like, she says something. Like, you really love her, and he's like, yeah. And then she's like, I've got a thing for redheads too. Like that's like the. <laughs> Was like oh yeah, thing. she does say that. That was like the that was like the okay. one. I didn't even I didn't, I missed it's, that part. It's super subtle, super subtle. <laughs> good good job for for June month, guys. <laughs> Jurassic World <laughs> <laughs> for June month. <laughs> I mean, if, oh you didn't, man, you're... you didn't even go half as hard as the boys did, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, the boys goes a little bit harder than that. They crash the plane, and now uh, oh, this oh, is my favorite scene the... of the movie. I have it. This was the best scene of the movie, but the reason it happened was dumb. They eject her, and it and it takes so much longer for them to get everything together because like they're trying to get the biosyn, but they eject her because there's only one ejector seat in the entire plane, and the two of them crash. They have their own adventure. And they have to go find her. So it's like a fifteen twenty minute side quest in the movie because they have to find her because she ejected. But the scene where she is ejected and is uh, running from the scared blind dinosaur was really cool. It was it was. Probably the best shot. Best, in the yeah, film. best. You know that best. You know, I'm I'm glad that we're just we were both on the same wavelength. They were just like, yeah, that was the best. <laughs> yeah, because so she stuck in the tree because she's stuck in the uh, her ejector seat. She falls down. She sees this blind dinosaur. Knows it goes based on sound, and she like military crawls into a swamp, and the yep. dinosaur is just right behind her the entire time. Smells her. Puts his head right to the surface of the water, and her head's just right underneath the camera. Where it's looking through the water, you see half the you know, half of the water, half not. It was a really cool shot, and he sc- screams in the water, and you see the water ripple. It was the it was most, a great shot. It was a great shot. It was, it was the most creative shot in the entire film. Yes, agreed. Uh, so, and oh I don't, boy. and I don't count the T Rex walking by the circle to make it look like the logo of Jurassic Park. That was just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that was towards the end. Yeah, I was, I was just like, "What did you do? Oh my god, you're so dumb." We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, so, yeah, so she's kind of by herself. Chris Pratt and uh, whatever the pilot's name is, I don't. Know, I don't know, who cares? Pilot girl. She's yeah, pilot girl. She's there, and they gotta try to reconvene with each other in the same time that. Uh, uh, the old cast of characters are also trying to reconvene. But during this time, Jeff Goldblum and these characters uh, need to go get a sample of a locust. They don't explain why. Oh, it's to confirm that the locusts that are... Because they captured one alive. They already knew that, though, because they said... They want to make sure that the same locusts, I guess, and they weren't just got loose from Jurassic World. I guess I don't know. It, it it's not well explained. It's only kind of explained. Okay, so um, yeah, so they need locusts samples. Epic fail. <laughs> yeah, they need locust samples for some reason, and uh, they break into Biosyn and well, not really break in. They were let in. Jeff cause... Goldblum gives them the key. Jeff Goldblum invited Ellie, and Ellie recruits Grant to go. Yes, and Ellie is newly separated from her husband, so Grant hopes he's got a chance. But Jeff Goldblum's kind of swooping in. You know, what was like wild to, to me in this, and so they're walking around Biosyn, getting a tour, or whatever, and they get to a coffee 
like a coffee scene. And there's cameras all over, and they're showing these cameras like they're we're watching you. We're wa- we're watching every move you make. And they purposely like use this coffee, and it makes a bunch of steam, so the camera can't see anymore. And Jeff Goldblum like runs up. To- <laughs> Jeff Goldblum runs up to her and like gives her the key to like get anywhere in the building. Like, and then when her. this shot ends, Tim Apple is just like watching the whole time, and he he doesn't realize like what's going on that he's like giving him a key and like secretly I don't know. They're like. They give you, like, this stake of we can't get caught. These cameras are watching. And we use this coffee steam to, like, cloud the uh, the, co- the the camera from being able to see what's actually going on. But I when the story beat ends, Tim Apple's just at the top watching them. And that he's, uh, so he's still being watched. They're still being watched, but he never does anything about it. I don't know. Well, the noise happens, I don't know, I guess he just, he just figures Jeff Goldblum's being Jeff Goldblum, being creepy, and like, oh, I'm going to feel your clothes. What are they made out of? Yeah, but that's something Jeff Goldblum, okay. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, well, that is something I'm, Jeff Goldblum would say in real life, just I, by the way, he would I, say that in real life. I, I'm not disputing that, I'm just saying he just sees Jeff Goldblum being weird. That's just how, that's just how it is. Okay. That's, that's fine. Right, I'm like, sure. Yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you that one point. It's Still fine. not, not well done. Still not oh, well done. No, no. There's like absolutely zero stakes <laughs> in this movie. Like they keep talking about like a global famine and like nothing happens. <laughs> no, no. Nobody, nobody's affected. Only one field. One field gets affected, and it was a small field. It wasn't a big field. It was, I mean, it was a, it was probably a couple acres, and it was just wheat. So it's like we would have been okay. <laughs> yeah, they, so they come, uh, like, there's like no stakes. They, we, they don't see people suffering. Like I, none of the main characters get hurt in any meaningful way. At least in the first. That's movie. my biggest problem. The, the was... stakes are not there in this movie. It, it felt that one. Okay, well, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but there's no sense of danger. There's no tension. There's <laughs> There's no like suspense or anything. It's kind of just there's like no, sense nobody of ever gets hurt. There well, is one time we're skipping a little bit ahead here because I, unless you can explain, I kind of just forget what happened here. But at some point, Biosyn like shuts down and they have to escape. The they have to escape and they to meet up with Chris Pratt's character and his cast of people and they meet together at this like outpost mm-hmm. in the middle of the woods where all the dinosaurs are. I don't know how did. I can't remember how uh, they got there. How did like Jeff Goldblum and them get from Biosyn to Chris Pratt? Did, well, how, I don't. Jeff Goldblum sent them out on the hypertube. The hypertube shuts down. They have to walk through the amber caves. Um, Jeff Goldblum oh, yeah, quits. Right. He quits his job because he's like a, le- a lecturer. Well, he got fired. He oh, got yeah. fired. What? 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 <laughs> he gets he he's he's no longer employed like i thought they were gonna kill him like you know it's like oh we're just gonna kill like i, I was hoping something like dramatic would happen like well it's this like, is what oh, i thought like, he oh, was like, gonna he was gonna get hurt oh yeah and that nothing happened i thought i was hoping he would get hurt i just i mean not, not that i don't like, don't like definitely but i just wanted some kind of tension in the in this movie something like, to happen like something that happened. So it was they had clean like they crashed this plane chris pratt uh pilot lady not and redhead crash the plane. No scratches, no nothing. They just get out of the pl- the thing crashes to ice and it falls into the ice and it's just like they get out nothing. Fine. They're Fine. perfectly okay. Uh, so, so, any, so anyway. Jeff Goldblum goes picks them up with the jeep and then they drive out to the the place and then they find post. They find Claire who's getting ready to get eaten by Dilophosaurus and Chris. Yeah, well, what was the name? There was mouth. one. There's. What was the name of that dinosaur? It was like not a dinosaur. They called it like not a not a dinosaur sore or some. It was had some really weird name. Not a 
guy Gigantinotosaurus or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't anyway, know. the the weird dinosaur name. Anyway, the Velociraptors show- in Jurassic Park aren't really Velociraptors. They're, they're Deinonychus, if you want to get the particular. So I don't. If they don't even call the Velociraptor the correct name, I don't trust the other names they throw around to some of these dinosaurs. Whatever it's called, <laughs> uh, they're all trying to get into this outpost. They all meet up finally, and I don't know. It's like the writers were like expecting us to like feel like oh my god the cast is back together when like none of them like correlate with each other at all like jeff goldblum was like oh i know you you're the guy that like trains the uh the raptors they're all having this like oh i know you from here i know you from here none of them knew each other so it was I, kinda, like, i read your book like it's like a like in the first movie the little kid read alan grant's book sure like like <clears throat> All the Jurassic Park movies, they, they keep trying to pick pieces from the original Jurassic Park movie to be, like, to see to try to capture that magic. But the little scenes isn't what made the movie good. Like, it's the sense of awe and wonder. Like, these scenes, you know, were well done the first movie had attention. But remaking these scenes in the other movies, like, don't do anything for you other than it just feels like a hollow ripoff of the original. Like, this yeah. just feels like an exploitation film where they're just, like, you know, bringing in all the original actors from the original three movies to mix with the new Just to make the, more money, probably. Just, yeah, I mean, just, they didn't really need to be there. Yeah, it was... It's almost like the writers were unsure if they could get them. And then at the last second, they did get them, and they're like, okay, we just got to, like, write something. Yeah, we, we just got to get them in. <laughs> it was an hour, and it was, like, an hour, it was an hour long movie, and they was like, oh, well, now we can make it a two and a half hour long movie. Pretty much. Uh, but uh, uh, during this time when they all meet up, a dinosaur comes to attack them. And they all get saved, except Jeff Goldblum's character. I thought for sure, like, I was like, oh my god, this is it. They're yeah. going to kill Jeff gonna, Goldblum with a dinosaur. They're finally going to get him, yeah. Cause that's yeah, they're fi- something is finally going to happen that's a negative. I mean, it's, and, it, you know, you don't want to see Jeff Goldblum of any character die. But like if somebody like the, they're part of the old cast, they said they're not going back and doing another trilogy or whatever. Fine. It's time. Okay, let him get eaten. He saved him. He did it, man. Yeah. But no, he just takes a, a stick, puts a locust on it because all the locusts escape from Biosyn. They're all on fire and flying around for some reason. They're able to survive while being on fire. <laughs> yeah, their wings are fully functional while they're yeah, on they're fire. Yeah, they're all fully yeah, so. functional, just on fire. They set the whole forest on fire. We didn't even explain that. No, just know that there's a locust problem and they try to kill all of them within Biosyn and they all escape well on fire and they just like, it's not like they fly like two feet and fall. They fly through, like they through, fly miles and miles around this place and set everything on fire <laughs> so he takes this locust Nothing puts it on a stick sense. and he throws it at the dinosaur and the dinosaur briefly becomes a dragon and then that's enough time for jeff Coldblum to to escape with the with the rest of the people but i mean it's reminiscent of the scene of the first one where he's waving the flare around and tries to get the t-rex to chase yeah, it ooh, but then call back but then but then like he gets he, he gets he gets his leg injured like something happened to him in the first movie it's right around this scene yeah it is where Jeff Goldblum gets hurt, and then uh, Jeff Goldblum runs, and then uh, finds the he gets a, a lawyer snack instead of a Jeff Goldblum snack, and no one liked the lawyer guy anyway. Yeah, and uh, in this movie, literally nothing. Nobody gets hurt. Nothing. Nobody's hurt at this point. They're all just good climbing up a ladder. Like I, I th- even thought the bad guy was going to get away. Okay, he, he does finally get eaten by Dilophosaurus. Finally, but like yes, he. Well, I mean, they didn't show it really, so I'm. I feel like there's a little room for if they need to bring him back, they can. <laughs> well, they spit on his face. He's gone. 
<laughs> With this movie's writing, I, I would you place your body and soul onto that? He's definitely going to be dead in the next movie. Okay, the answer fine. should be I, no. I, I, I will not because the writing of this movie is absolutely atrocious. <laughs> like nothing makes sense. Flying on fire locust where all these other dinosaurs come from there's even bigger herbivores than there were in the, the last jurassic park movie like where are these coming from yeah so there's they, then they go back to biosyn because they need to do something that i don't remember they'll travel back to biosyn they travel back Why to biosyn because the the oh the uh, clone clone the- clone baby blue Baby, beta. They, That's why they, they go back. No, the, they go back because the air defense thing from the flying dinosaurs. Why is there an air defense thing from flying dinosaurs? Like most animals, instinctively go away from loud noises. Like planes and helicopters make really loud noises. Why would the helicopters fly near them? I mean, why was the dinosaurs? dinosaurs? Who cares? I mean, like, I mean, most animals. Including dinosaurs would probably be startled by loud noises and try to avoid them, but for whatever reason, no, there's like a there's a special airfield. Yeah, they, they, that's not explained like at all. It doesn't it's, say what that does, but there's some type of defense system that keeps dinosaurs from attacking. Somehow, it keeps flying dinosaurs away. <laughs> it doesn't. They do not explain that literally at all. Well, they flip the switch and they turn it off, and that's how they take down uh, airplane lady's plane. Um, yeah. Well, a dinosaur takes it down. A dinosaur Techni- takes it down. Technic- technically, a dinosaur takes it down. Well, yes, but they they took down the the field, so a dinosaur yeah, so would the take dinosaur it down. Attack. But why would a dinosaur attack a plane? I, I'm pretty sure if we're in uh-huh. real life, we had we had dinosaurs and planes. A, they wouldn't be able to match the speed of the plane uh, in the first place. But B, I think they'd probably be scared of the plane. Well, I, I I don't know. Maybe they could. Maybe some of the dinosaurs. I don't know how fast a dinosaur could have flew. I mean, they were pretty big. Some of them were pretty big. They might have been able to fly like 200 miles an hour. I don't know how fast that plane was going, though. Anyway. Who, who knows? Uh, so, oh, my God. Okay, so, we're so running so, out of just so, like story beats here. There's not much There's not much here. We're, so, we're, <laughs> so they're going back to turn on the defense system, but there's a problem with the power. They don't have enough power to turn it on. So, so they, they go and turn off something else. So they, so they go reenact the scene where they have to reset the park from Jurassic Park 1, but they're just resetting a server. And then there's this dumb scene where they're explaining what the button looks like and where it is. And Jeff Goldblum's being Jeff Goldblum, which is great. But they oh, it just says this button it's on it. It's four from the bottom or two from the from top. The top. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, <laughs> Either way. It's you green. Know. Either way, it's the same button. Yeah, and so then, uh, then, they walk in it and they're all scared because the locust. There's a bunch of dead locusts on the ground, and then as soon as they press the button, all of a sudden the, all the locusts are alive again. They're resurrected. <laughs> oh, they they they're all like dead, oh, twitching on the ground. Some of them not moving at all. They're on fire. They press get, the button. Boom. Well, no, see the button rebooted the computer, so the button also and the, and the locust. rebooted the locusts, and it woke up the locusts, and then they just start hitting one of the computers randomly. Uh, one of the servers. <laughs> yeah, they're like, it doesn't work. They press the button. They say it works. They start leaving, getting attacked by locusts, and they're like, wait, it doesn't work. So they just go back, and they take an axe, and just start hitting a random server. How do they know if that's... It's the- not even the same one. Just a random server box. It's, it's already laying down on its side. Yeah. <laughs> How do they know if that's not the one that controls the air defense system? They could have just severed that one. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> They just had a random one. But the server, like, breaking the server cuts the power to other parts of the building, which gives them enough power to turn on the the, the air defense system for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it was... 
What? Did a, did a did a five year old write this? Colin Trevorrow? Maybe. Uh, That's what it feels so like, then, especially the Jurassic, the the T Rex walking by the circle. So it looks like the we're get, we're, we're about to get yeah, right yeah, to that yeah. scene. We're about to get right there. Right so there. they they successfully uh, get more power. They go back to like the main control station at Biosyn. They're all there hanging out, and the pilot lady. This is also this bothered me a little bit. The pilot lady some somehow got like the plane ready to go or helicopter plane. I don't know. It was a weird looking thing. It was like kind of a helicopter, kind of a plane. And she's flying in front of the uh, she's flying in front of the control center, and she's like gonna land inside the control center. And the guy's like, "No, don't land here." So then she just she just decides to land like where all the dinosaurs are. And he's like, "No, don't land there. There's dinosaurs there." And she just ignores it and lands there anyway. Yeah, pretty much. She does what she wants. <laughs> And this is where finally the scene you brought up twice. We could we can talk about. There's a statue inside this university plaza thing. It's, it's the, the, there's a circle statue. It's just a big circle, and of course we get a dinosaur, a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> Walks by. No, no, he stops. He stops to the side of it and like turns profile so he can make the Jurassic Park logo. <laughs> <laughs> they I make the logo in the did, movie. Well, they, they, yeah, they did the logo in the movie. Yeah, yeah, they did it. Can you imagine sitting on that writing board? And they're like, you know what? I got an idea. It's like, no, let's no, make no. the dinosaur make the logo. What the? He's, he goes to his computer artist, and it's like you gotta like make the T Rex walk behind this thing, and then make it stop and make the logo perfect before he continues on. It's like oh, also like, like about to... these dinosaurs. Uh, I'm not sure all of them are CG. I think they have a lot of like puppets that are real. It looks like some of them look like they could have been like at least they had the head of like the Tyrannosaurus. I think they're using like puppets. I don't think it was all CG. I mean, maybe. I mean, they definitely use like some puppetry and and some like life size uh, stuff. Yeah, and um, yeah, the first. I one. thought that was cool. That was a side. That's a side note. But yeah, but, but, uh, but all the dinosaurs fighting is totally like, and I'm sure the dinosaur walking in was all CG too. I mean, like, oh, most of it was CG, but I think there was some puppetry going on. Oh yeah, like close ups with people would have probably had like real things, or at least, yeah. or at least a stand in green screen head they could touch and they could. Yeah. Uh, before CG we move on to this clone girl, because we haven't really talked about her at all. Clone baby. Uh, they have a, the Tyrannosaurus Rex the. The one that's been in all six movies, I guess. I don't know. Has a fight with the dinosaur that was, like, genetically made to be stronger. Like, everything about it is just meant to be be better. And with Salad Fingers. Salad Fingers (laughs) dinosaur is also there. And they have, like, a three-way fight. And, And, uh, of course, the T-Rex has to win because it's been in all six movies. So, the dinosaur that is genetically designed... To be stronger, faster, better than the Tyrannosaurus Rex loses to the 
T-Rex because he got impaled by salad fingers. Oh, what kind of dinosaur? Does that dinosaur actually exist, that salad fingers one? I've never I, seen that one anywhere. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know these Jurassic Park movies anymore. Like, like I said, Deinonychus is the actual correct name for Velocir- for what they call a Velociraptor in, in the Jurassic Park movies. So I don't really trust like all the names for these dinosaurs that like, I know, I don't know like off the top of my head. I don't trust. Like I know T-Rex is a T-Rex. I know an Ankylosaurus is an Ankylosaurus. I know a Stegosaurus is a stegosaurus but all these other dinosaurs that i've never seen before and they say the name i'm skeptical because they didn't get velociraptor right yeah well just for just to or make sure if anybody's unclear the salad fingers dinosaur is not actually called salad fingers uh, i really i know it's just got really long claws it's like it dangles like they're super yeah. long so D- t-rex like looks like it's beaten but he but when salad fingers shows up it, it distracts gig- giganta rexamaxosaurus <laughs> And uh, T-Rex gets up all angry, pushes him into Salad Finger. Salad Finger's like, whoa, I don't want to fight. And he's lifting his hands up. He throws it off. (laughs) So then that just immediately dies. Yeah. And that's that fight. Now, uh, backtracking a little bit, we got this clone to deal with here, because I'm pregnant too. Uh, This this, uh, woman had the the original person had some type of virus disease i don't remember exactly what happened yeah she 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 had a genetic disease specifically that that prevented her yeah from living and a full she life. was able to create clones through blue right or v- through the velociraptor or something because they well, have something that they, they needed like the genome was in beta which is why they also needed beta I don't think Blue was alive yet, because this is the original Jurassic Park she worked at. No, but why did they need Beta then? Well, Beta was had the monitor lizard DNA, and they could use the monitor lizard DNA to make a breeding... to make a self-breeding... Oh, no, the, what they, they were wondering why Blue was able to have a baby. Well, no, they... By they, itself. They, they knew why, because of the monitor lizard DNA. But Blue... <sighs> No, they didn't need blue. They just wanted blue because they wanted blue in the last movie. They wanted the girl. No, they didn't want blue. They wanted beta. Because yeah. they wanted they wanted beta because they wanted to know what their DNA was or what its genome or whatever the heck it was. Yeah, I feel, uh, I feel like the okay. reason they it doesn't blue. matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the reasons are murky matter. at best. Yeah. So uh, a genetic disease that. This person, I can't remember her name. I don't remember any of her name. Abigail? I don't know. That's, sure, I'm going to go with Abigail. Abigail is has a has a d- genetic disease, and she decides to, with dinosaurs and her ability to just be smart, creates a clone of herself, and she gives birth to herself. I, like, I don't, like, that's a little weird. She makes this genetically perfect human by making herself pregnant with herself. And they want this girl who was born of herself to be studied so they can figure out how to do it again, I guess. Yeah, they, they said that they want to, like, make... the in, in intro of the movie, they talk about how Biogen wants to just, you know, create cures using genetic engineering and the dinosaur DNA or whatever. Like, they didn't really expand. It's just, like, this general, oh, we're going to make... We're going to do good things with this dinosaur stuff. And this in this genetic stuff, uh, they don't really expand on it. We're doing good things, yeah. Uh, 
but the uh, the scientist guy who's been in most of the movies is like, oh, we're going to go ahead and I can fix the uh, locust problem by using her. The Asian DNA. guy. The Asian, the Asian guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they're going to... He wants to use her DNA to make a special locust that'll infect the other one because he wants to know the code in her that f- rewrote the the gene to take away her virus. I guess he wants to write a gene to make them just die or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I like that guy. He was a, he was a, he would, he did a good job. I think I like the Asian guy. He was he was a, he seemed like he would like I don't know. He just like played the part well. I I liked him. He's I don't like, have any problem with him. He's he's fine. I mean, like yeah. So the, 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 the problem isn't any of the actors in this movie. It's like it just comes back down to like most of our issues with most things is the writing, the writing and direction. It's kind of like terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. So they make it out unfazed after this. They had a mean meaningless dinosaur fight. Uh. The Asian guy is a good guy. Uh, they escape, they get some health care, and they go back home. And it all comes back to where Chris Pratt, uh, Redhead, and Girl, Clone Girl, with Blue, back on their ranch, and it's no longer wintertime anymore. And they've been gone for a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and they shot it at different times, I guess. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because the movie opens up, and they're in, like, this winter wonderland and then like the movie takes place over the course of a day maybe two oh, thanks. maybe two well, days you can get a factor in travel time to malta or wherever they went it's probably at least oh, yeah, it must, must be six months a couple days <laughs> oh i mean okay they, go- they, they did walk to malta i mean it might take six months it didn't, it didn't this movie didn't take place over six months it was probably it was a couple days a week, week at a most. week at most i'll yes. give it a week at most and mm-hmm. they come back and it's just like summer now so that was that was my final problem well, actually, I have one more problem after this. Uh, actually, two more problems. <laughs> actually, five more problems. <laughs> no, I got two more. So the movie ends after that. They just... I don't... What happened to the uh, the main cast? Like, what happened to Jeff Goldblum and all of them? Did uh, they explain where they went? Uh, Jeff Goldblum went to go write another book. Uh, uh, Grant and Ellie went to Congress to... Talk, oh, yeah. To, talk to, to, to like, them. change... To talk to say dinosaurs should be living with us. Or something like that, and then at the end, they uh, they tell us the same thing they told us at the end of the second movie or the fifth movie that we have to live in harmony with dinosaurs. And, then this- and they say the same thing in this movie too. The ending sequence is they have we have to live in harmony with dinosaurs. <laughs> There's like 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 a bunch of ducks and some pterodactyls hanging out. It looks like duck. It looks like a scene from Duck Dynasty. They just like CGI some dinosaurs, some pterodactyls. This into. is this is where my final problem of the movie was. The final shot is you know, you know in that first movie they have like a Sea World type of thing going on with that giant alligator. Uh, yeah. dinosaur. They have that thing swimming next to a blue whale in the ocean. There is no shot. This this giant size of a blue whale alligator dinosaur is not going to attack the blue whale. That's just not going to happen. 
That's the final shot of the movie. They're like, we're living in harmony now. <laughs> yeah, we, we made a pact with the alligator dinosaur. Yeah, we wouldn't talk. We wouldn't talk to him. You know, explain, talk <laughs> explain some things to him. You can't eat the blue whales; they're endangered. And it was yeah, like, they're endangered. Don't eat them. I was like, oh, okay, I'll eat something else than the, than the blue whales. That's fine. Yeah, uh, no. And uh, <laughs> cut to credit. That is, well, you like tri- uh, it was like triceratops running with like horses, and it was just like yeah, there's something running with elephants in the savannah. Oh, it was the triceratops, the, the, and there's so, something else running with the horses. I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't. It oh was God. yeah. So that's that's that one. It was <laughs> many kinds of dumb. You know what's it's funny is you and me are always trying to like find like uh, a movie that nobody's seen before that's old that is like really bad and so bad it's funny type of thing just so we could talk about it whether it's in person or on a podcast we're trying to find like an old nobody movie nobody's ever seen before and this is we found one we found a really bad new movie that was so bad it's funny <laughs> i mean yeah it, it is it's so bad it's funny funny to talk about it wasn't funny to watch it was really boring i struggled to stay awake <laughs> through this film it was it was really tough um, for us you and you and i are a little bit i'm more critical and anybody who would listen to this is probably more critical as well too but we're, we're definitely more critical than a general audience member going to see any movie or any tv show or any series or a book read anything we're always going to be a little bit more critical of it so i think for I just like the, to, I just like to put majority on a critical, of people. I bet thing. you, without looking, I haven't looked. I have no idea. I bet you, like the Rotten Tomato score of this is critically awful, audience approved. Yes, I I bet you it's that because it is I just looked, a. I looked at it earlier today. It was like eighty one percent for audience. Yeah, your general movie goer is going to be like that was a fun movie, but anybody who like reads like the thinks three words into actually what happened in the movie the movie falls apart so fast oh yeah i mean like i i, I always try I, if you've been following the show for any time i always try to apply logic and what we understand it's been in the world before and like i guess like where did all these dinosaurs come from i know biogen made some but there's other just in the wild not in the bio yeah they, territory. they didn't explain it, they didn't explain it. there's no just sense. like there's literally thousands of dinosaurs all over the place now <laughs> <laughs> like they're talking about how that's like a problem, and there's like all these dinosaur-related deaths. It was like the beginning. They're just like, like they're just like dinosaurs hanging out in parks. There's dinosaurs just like hanging out, hanging out in parks across the planet, just living with normal humans. I have no well, idea how they regenerated or birthed that fast. Well, but, they, they show these little tiny dinosaurs that look just like the little dinosaurs from Jurassic Park Two that killed a guy because they just like have this little. Yeah, there's they, a lot. They, that, that's what that is. What they were a bunch of those little. That's what's in the parks. Yeah. those little tiny ones. But people are just like interacting and with playing, them like, and playing with them like they were a problem. But they were like a serious threat. It, it was. It was like. A, they killed a couple guys. At least, yeah. at least and one also, guy in the second one. In the first two movies, they had like a special like gun that just like put any dinosaur to sleep. It was just like we just need one shot. One shot is all it's going to take, and we're going to take this dinosaur down. And in this movie, they, those guns don't exist anymore. I feel like also like, tranquilizer the, the guns. trailer. Uh, was Chris like... Pratt. No, Chris Pratt has one to take Blue down. Oh yeah, he should blue it next. Blue yeah, but why didn't they have? Why don't they just have those like ready to go at all times everywhere? It's, all it is is a trank, a trank thing for dinosaurs, but they don't use them at all in this movie. Anyway, yeah, that's another thing I just thought of. <laughs> who 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 knows? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the audience score has been really high. I mean, sometimes critics are definitely wrong. I mean, like, Justice League wasn't great, but it, I don't think it was as 
bad as it was critically panned for. Like I think no, I think no. they were over bad on it. Like Justice League was not great by any stretch of the imagination, but also wasn't as terrible as the a lot of the reviews said. Um, yeah, I, I, the, the, I can't agree. It was that. somewhere in the middle between the audience view and, and and that. Although with this movie, I I totally agree with the um the general reviewer scores of like the thirty whatever percent. I mean, I gave it even lower. I gave it a two poops. <laughs> two poop. Two poop. Uh, it's just. Yeah, so in closing, I, all, Gabe, the, all the actors were fine. Like, no one did a particularly bad job acting. Oh, no, it's just it's writing. Just, it's just writing. It's, the whole it, the, the problem is writing. That's it. The story and writing is the only problem. Everything else, technically fine, CGI, graphics, VFX, sound design, uh, just the set pieces. They're all actors. They're all good. The, it was all good. The, the thing is, this movie for me, it felt like Colin Trevorrow had a bunch of shots he wanted to get. Like, the movie started off with a bunch of, I want to do a shot that looks like this, a shot that looks like this, and then they, like, wrote a story around, how can we make these shots? You know know what I mean? Like, Uh, because the movie just feels bloated. It feels way too full. Like like I said at the beginning, they're just jumping around way too much. Like, I mean, in the first 15 minutes, we've been to, like, 16 different locations. Like, it's so many, there's a lot of characters it's not like overwhelm it's not like overwhelming and like i i can't cake it it's just like you're dividing my attention between too many things for me to care about anything yeah like you gotta focus you know like your core character like if you would have like gotten the characters together sooner so that they could have seen some interaction they probably didn't even know how they would interact like they don't get together to like the last 30 minutes of the movie basically like everyone, no, like, no, everyone like all of our main characters so everything's like a and b story like it's like on a TV show that works because it's a lo- theoretically it's a long running TV show like Star Trek, where you've got like you know seven seasons and a bajillion episodes a season, and a lot of times in an hour long they do an A plot and a B plot where like you got main characters doing the main story and you got some side characters doing some other things, but this was like <laughs> two parallel A plots jumping back and forth and like sometimes even the a plots were like separated from each other it's like what? yeah man it was so so bizarre um the way it was all of this they wanted to shoot this and it's just i don't know like nothing has matched the splendor and awe of the original jurassic park from the 90s and jurassic park one still holds up when you when you look at it like the t the dinosaurs still look I mean, good uh, i mean we have come a far a long way since since that i guess they hold up but like we're not the dinosaurs in this one definitely look better than well, the original. Well, I mean, like, they, they, there's more complex rendering technology, but considering what they were working with in, in the 90s, it's still a great-looking Yeah, film. it's still fine. It's, it's still, still fine. It still holds up. It's not like, you know, the micro-detail and dirts and cracks and everything. But you're, you're also looking at more wider shots in the original Jurassic Park. And anything up close is usually like a puppet. And, pup- yeah. and puppets usually hold up really well. I mean... Unless they're just a really bad puppet. I mean, most puppets hold up great. I mean, Yoda still looks pretty good from Star Wars. <laughs> oh, God. I, well, I mean, like, if you look at it, I mean, like, I thought the CGI Yoda in Episode 1 looked worse than the puppet. Oh, man. No, let's not start talking about <laughs> Star Wars. We're going to, like, we've already talked about bad enough stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, some early CG doesn't hold up, but, yeah. but some Puppet does. Puppets will always hold up because they're physical. It's yeah. real. It's real. And it's as good as the prop master can make them. Mm-hmm. That's always going to hold up, I think. Absolutely. So, uh, my closing thought is Land Before Time are better dinosaur movies than Jurassic World. 
All, all of them. <laughs> yes, all of them. And if you must watch a Jurassic Park movie and want to enjoy it, what the first one is the only. Then don't watch anymore. After the first one, don't watch anymore. <laughs> Pretend nothing happened after the first one. Like the world ended in a cataclysm as soon as the first one was over. And it took place when, before the, that movie was shot. Before the dinosaurs actually died on real life, and then the meteor that killed the dinosaurs also killed any chance for it to be a second. Yeah, like the Earth fell into the sun right after that movie was over. Like just, just, yeah, just yeah. assume that because. But I mean, to be a little bit less critical, it, it was. I mean, if you want to just have a a fun, don't think about it time, something to throw on the TV when you're just kind of hanging out at home. Don't go and see it in theaters. But other than it's fine. I just throw it on in the background. Well, you play a board game. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just if you want ambient dinosaur noises occasionally. <laughs> if you want ambient dinosaur noises, and just look up at the screen every once in a while and be like, "Huh, that's weird. It's a weird choice." Uh, then you go back to like rolling your dice. <laughs> Honestly, I can't even recommend it for that. It's it's it was boring. <laughs> yeah, so I was playing a board really game during it. Get it? Board, board, board game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, well oh, touche, touche, touche. Yeah. Well, um, maybe the. I think we've there. reached the pinnacle, David. The pinnacle. We've reached it. We've done it. We did Jurassic Park. Tune in next time when we don't know what we're going to talk about yet. <laughs> Email David at synthahawks at yahoo.com. I have nothing else to plug. I'm not that I really ever plug anything. It's just right. I'm, it's kind of a meme telling people to email. <laughs> it's just a meme. Well, um, hopefully, uh, Xbox is uh, game stuff will be happening this weekend. So tomorrow, I believe. We can, well, so yeah, we, we can, it is tomorrow. We can mention that As on the recording. next podcast. And, um, and if anything else happens. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited about that one because we'll hopefully see Starfield for the first time. So You'll see more concept art. Oh, man, I, I can't wait to see some concept scribbles. Yeah, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> more scribbles. Uh, I hope we get gameplay. I want, I want some gameplay. Please, Bethesda, can I have a gameplay? Todd Howard says it's ready to go. They're closing the final. They're they're finishing up the final touches. That's what he just said in his most recent interview. Yeah. They're, clo- they're finishing up the final touches. They did. They're... they're uh, they're yeah, putting, they're putting, and that's why it got delayed because they're finishing up the title, the final touches. It got delayed until next year because they just needed to finish up those last little pieces. They got to put some makeup on the corpse. Yeah, exactly. Make it look pretty. Boy. Todd Todd Howard, man, what a charismatic liar! <laughs> I've never been so happy to be lied to in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's that should be his quote. It just works. Well, no, that, his quote is it just works. His quote is it just works. But I mean, like, he's such a convincing liar. Man, I, I'm probably glad. Not I, man. I'm probably glad I don't know him in real life because, I mean, he is so convincing. <laughs> he's well, so convincing. That, that, it feels like he'd take advantage of you, David, the way you're saying that. He probably would. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I would just have to agree with him at all times. Yes, yes, Mr. Howard. Yes, Mr. Howard. But how, yes, could I, but how could I trust you? Things don't just work. <laughs> Things just don't work. I make it work. I make it work. What about all those modders that make it work? <laughs> I, well, they're the ones that actually finish the game. Mm-hmm. Like, Bethesda does like 80% of the game, and then it's up to the community to finish the last 20. <laughs> and then the community adds another 20 or 30 or 40% on top of it with some yeah. of their... Um, with some uh, of the mods. Yeah, that's the how Bethesda games are content. made. Mm-hmm. This is true Bethesda way. 
This is the way. Oh, speaking of The Last of Us 2, uh, not The Last of Us 2, but The Last of Us TV show, hopefully uh, the Mandalorian helmet will be somewhere (laughs) in some of the scenes. Well, uh, since Sony doesn't own Disney, I'm going to probably go with no. Well, you see, they borrowed Spider-Man, so we can borrow the Mandalorian's helmet, right? I mean, just just the helmet. Just leave it on the shelf somewhere. I I guess. I guess. I I will say... uh, a little bit more about the last of us i'm a big fan of the last of us part one and part two and they announced that they're remaking the last of us part one but they've already remade it once there's already a remake oh it was a remaster it was okay come on it's like the same thing the game holds up and i saw the trailer for the last of us it's like it it looks it's better but it's not like oh my god you know i don't know man i that's that's i'm more they did announce that they're going to be doing uh a multiplayer game that's bigger than both Last of Us and Last of Us Two. I, that could be cool. I don't know. I do like I do like that world. Uh, and uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, who play Joel and Ellie in the video games, also have characters in the Last of Us show. But it's not it's not Joel and Ellie, so I don't know what the heck they're going to be doing. But they are. They do have they'll they do just, have roles. They'll just be zombies. Maybe I don't know what they're going to be. But yeah. All right. Well, that was video game talk and some uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Dominion. Emphasis on the dumb. (laughs) All right. Live long and prosper. Don't let the dinosaurs bite. Bite.